Hi, I'm Alex Rubin, and you're listening to Grace to Your World, a teaching ministry focused on providing an understanding of God's grace, which will empower you to change your world and live the overcoming life. Now, to find out more about our ministry and to access other free resources, simply head to alexrubinministries.org. And with that being said, let's get into today's teaching. You see, there's a difference now between knowing intellectually that God loves you, that's head knowledge, and having a revelation, praise God, of His love. That's heart knowledge. You see, a revelation is something that you get out of spending time in His presence. Look at uh, 1 John 4, 16. He says, And we have known and believed the love that God hath to us, God is love. Praise God. God is love, he says. See, God does not have love. God is love. God is love. You see, sometimes people say, well, uh, you know, all you need is love. Well, well, well yeah, you know, but, but you want to understand that you can't actually have love without the one who is love, you see. And so God is love. You see, you will never be able, I've, I've shared with you before, you'll never be able to truly love another person until you first receive God's love for you. How do I receive God's love? Somebody says, through Jesus. Through looking at Jesus. Through looking what, at, at what Jesus, glory be to God, has done on the cross. You see, you believing on Jesus is you believing on His love. You believe that He shed His blood for you on that cross. Because he loves you, man. He loves you with a perfect love. And so he says, he, he says, God is love. And watch this. He who dwelleth in love dwelleth in God and God in him. And so to dwell in the presence of God is to dwell in love. When you're dwelling in God, you're dwelling in love. <laughs> now you can tell when a person, uh, you know, is a believer, but they don't really spend any time with God. Uh, they'll usually have some trouble with their love walk, you know. Or, you know, the other thing is a person may sincerely see God, but they have the wrong concept of God, and so you think God is condemning you, God is still judging you for your sins. Man, I can't wait to preach on this next week. Uh, this is awesome. No, you see, because of what Jesus has done, there's no condemnation in Christ, the Bible says. But you see, as long as you think God is condemning you, that's going to block you from receiving His love, and so it's going to block you from walking in love, you see? And so our ability to love is based on us receiving the love that God has for us. How do we receive that love? The only way you can receive that love is through believing on the Lord Jesus Christ. You see, the only way for you to know the love of God is through the finished works of Jesus, praise God, through, through letting Jesus, man, into your heart. And so, you spend time in His presence. You spend time in His love. You let that love come into your heart, man. And, and it's gonna, He's going to empower you now to love supernaturally. <laughs> you see, this love I'm talking about, you walking in this love, man, that's not just you loving what is lovely. That's <laughs> not just you loving, you know, the person you uh, uh, get along with, praise God. No, uh, it's loving everyone, you know, including that ex-husband of you, you know, the guy uh, you used to be married to, 
uh, yeah, that's, that's including you loving him. You see, uh, somebody says, Alex, how do I do that? The answer, receive the love that God has for you. Receive the love of God that's in Christ Jesus. You see, you, you're, you're so busy trying to love other people in your own strength and effort, and the truth is you can't do it. You see, you're so busy trying to make your life work through your performance and sweating and self-effort, and the truth is it's never going to work. You see, you can't prosper apart from God. You weren't designed that way. You can't truly love apart from God. You weren't designed that way. You see, the only way your life is going to work is with God. Everybody say, I need God. Amen. Praise God. Now, let's look at the sixth benefit uh, of, of um, living a life in the presence of God. And let's head on straight over to 2 Corinthians 3, 18. Um, I want to spend a little bit more time on this because this is very powerful. Uh, the sixth uh, benefit of living a life in the presence of God is this. It is accelerated growth and transformation. Accelerated growth and transformation. In other words, you know, you know, um, and please don't misunderstand me. I'm not condemning anybody. Uh, you know, if this is you, just know, man, I love you. I really do. But guys, how can it be that we can have people who may have been born again their entire life, been going to church your whole life, and yet, you know, you still got a bad attitude. Uh, you're still struggling with your temper. Uh, you know, you, 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 there's just no growth happening. How can that be? Well, friend, I believe it is because the body of Christ, oftentimes as a whole, we're so busy trying to perform under the law that we don't understand that growth and transformation in the Christian life doesn't happen through your performance and self-effort. You see, this is not self-help. I'm not giving you an inspirational, motivational message here. No, man. I'm saying, look to Jesus. And I'm saying that the way that transformation and growth happens in your life as a believer, the way that you gain spiritual maturity as a believer is spend time with Him. Spend time in His presence. Is he, um, when you spend time with Him, all that He is, man, begins to rub off on you. You see, all that he is begins to rub off on you. And before you know it, man, you now find yourself being transformed more fully into who he is. Remember, the Bible says that, that when we see him face to face, we'll be like him. And so uh, this whole thing is about seeing Jesus. Like I said, next week I'm going to go into the gift of no condemnation and I'm going to show you that condemnation really is blocking a lot of people from truly being able to perceive Jesus, being able to see who God truly is. And so the more time you spend in His presence, the more time you come to know Him, now transformation is going to flow out as, uh, as the result of, of that. Look at 2 Corinthians 3.18 says this, he says, But we all, with open face, beholding as in a glass, praise God, as in a, as in a glass or as in a mirror, 
the glory of the Lord. And so you're beholding the glory of the Lord. That's you being in his word. That's you practicing his presence. You behold his glory. And, and as you see him, you behold him as in a glass. And so you see, when you see Jesus, man, what you see is who you are in him. You see, the law has people looking at Scripture in a way, condemnation will have you looking at the Word in a way where you think you're going to look at the Word and then you're going to see all the areas where you fall short. <laughs> you see, that's condemnation. That's the law of Moses. No, man. In this new covenant, he says, you behold Jesus as in a glass, and so you see who you are in Him. Somebody says, Alex, I'm not acting like it. Friend, this is no longer about your behavior. You see, you are righteous not because of anything you do. You're righteous because of your faith in Jesus. Amen. And so, and so now faith is you taking hold of that before you can see it with your physical senses. And so you look at him, you see, you see in the word who you are in him. And now watch what happens. He says, but we all with open face, beholding as in a glass, the glory of the Lord. He says, he says, now we're changed. Praise God. <laughs> we're changed into the same image from glory to glory, even as by the Spirit of the Lord. Change happens simply by you beholding Him, by you spending time with Him. And look who's going to accept responsibility for your change, he says, even as by the Spirit of the Lord. Friends, this is how grace teaches you. Remember, grace teaches you through the Holy Spirit, the Spirit of grace, transforming you from the inside out <laughs> and so the more time you spend with jesus the more time you're in his presence man there's just something supernatural that begins to happen you know i've i've, I've said this before because i really want you to catch this you know uh you're struggling with your temper you know uh, you're struggling with a bad attitude you know you're struggling with a weed addiction you know whatever the case may be uh you see and and, and so the, the the issue is that you've been working so hard you know you've been struggling so hard you, you you've been thinking you know, I really got to do better in this area of my life. I really got to get rid of, 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 of this bad habit, you see. But man, as long as you're trying to uh, do that in your own strength and effort, it's like you're saying, well, God, I'm going to try this on my own. And see, the Holy Spirit is just going to say, well, okay, uh, I love you, but man, I'm just going to sit back and I'm just going to let you sweat and struggle. Uh, you see, because that's how much he loves you. He's never going to override your free will. And so he's just going to sit back and let you struggle uh, until finally you realize, dude, I need some help. You see, until finally you realize, I can't do this in my own strength. Until you wake up and realize, I can't do this thing without him. <laughs> I can't succeed without him. Uh, you know, Jesus said, you can do nothing without me. But what did the Bible say as well? He says, through Christ, you can do all things. You see, sometimes people get stuck there. They think, you know, Alex, we can do nothing. Alex, we are nothing. Alex, we're just sinners saved by grace. Well, hold on, friends. It's true that without him, you can do nothing. But it's also true that if you're born again, you're not without him. You see, not only is he with you, I want you to understand that if you're born again, he is in you. He has taken up residence on the inside of you. And so the one who can do all things is living on the inside of you. The one who has all power is dwelling on the inside of you. Uh, the one uh, uh, who can enable you, praise God, to live victoriously is on the inside of you. And so in this new covenant, you no longer see yourself apart from God. Remember, Jesus shed his blood so that we would no longer be separated from God. God, you see, as a result of what Jesus has done, 
There's not a sin in the world that can keep God away from you. You see? And so now you knowing him from the heart, you being in his presence is, Lord, I need you. Yeah, I did something stupid last night. But thank you, Lord, I received the gift of no condemnation. Thank you that you're not condemning me. I received the gift of no condemnation. I received the forgiveness that you've already provided. And Lord, now help me to do better. Man, and you're going to see some powerful change taking place. Accelerated growth and transformation. Guys, I almost call this uh, effortless growth and transformation because that's really what it is. <laughs> Praise God. Effortless change happens. Spiritual maturity happens when we live a life in the presence of God. Now, like I said, I really, I'm really excited about where this is going because like I said, next week I'm going to show you, don't have time to get into it today, next week I'm going to show you that the number one thing, and I was kind of sharing on this a few weeks ago, but the Lord has given me a, a deeper revelation on it, that the number one thing that blocks growth and transformation comes through trying to perform under the law. But guys, it's really, the block is really the condemnation that comes from the law. You see, anytime you try to perform to be pleasing with God and you fall short, there's condemnation that comes. God's not condemning you, it's your own heart that's condemning you. I'm gonna show you the scriptures uh, next week. Uh, next week god willing amen because <laughs> i'm i'm just you know i'm not the boss here i'm just preaching on on what he's he's telling what he tells me to do is so i think that's what i'm, I'm going to teach on next week <laughs> uh he, he'll let me know amen and, and and it'll be cool it'll be good uh but i'm going to show it to you and, and 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 you see once you understand that he's not condemning you that he loves you unconditionally it's like now you're set free to grow you're set free to soar as a result of that. You guys catching this? It's about knowing him, amen. Now let's uh, get into the seventh benefit. Let's cover these two last benefits here and we'll get ready to close. Uh, look at John 15, John 15, seven and eight. Now there's growth and transformation that accelerates as a result. And uh, I'm gonna spend more time on this next week, really. Um, but uh, so there's growth and transformation that is accelerated. The seventh benefit of you living a life in the presence of God is uh, goes in hand with that. Really, these these three last benefits all kind of go together. Uh, the seventh benefit is there's now growth and transformation. And so benefit number seven is as a result we bear much fruit. You see, because now there's this growth and transformation taking place in your life by you just being with Him, by you beholding Him in His Word, you fellowshipping in His presence. Uh, he's changing you from the inside out. And so as a result, now there's growth and transformation. As a result, you begin to bear fruit, you see. It's effortless now, the fruit bearing. You know, that apple tree isn't struggling, sweating, and striving to try to produce an apple. <laughs> you see, for that apple tree, it's a natural process to bear fruit. Well, you as a Christian, when you understand who you are and you live this life in His presence, your fruit bearing is going to become natural. You know, I said earlier, the, the, the fruits of salvation flow out of your relationship with God. And so the fruits of the Spirit flow out of that. You know, uh, the fruits of righteousness flow out of that. Any kind of fruit that you can bear as a Christian will begin to flow out of time spent. Uh, with 
with God and with his word. Uh, look at uh, here, John 15, uh, verses 7 and 8. I want to read it in the Amplified just for time's sake. John 15, 7 in the Amplified uh, says this. He says, this is Jesus speaking. He says, if you live in me, that's dwelling in his presence, amen. And he says, abide vitally united to me. In other words, it's a vital necessity for you to spend time with him. And he says, and my words remain in you and continue to live in, in, in your hearts. Now watch this. He says, ask whatever you will and it shall be done for you. Glory be to God. You see, uh, you begin to ask and friends, you want to understand that when you spend time in his presence and in his word, now your, your asking is going to be shaped by his word. You see, you're not going to ask something that's contrary to his will. Why? Because you're spending time in his presence, because you're growing and you're gaining spiritual maturity. And so now your asking will be in, a, will be in line with God's will for your life. And he says, when you ask from that place, it shall be done for you. Look at verse 8. He says, when you bear, produce much fruit. My Father is honored and glorified, and you show and prove yourselves to be true followers of mine. Now this bearing, producing much fruit, it comes out of spending time in His presence. Amen? Now, the last benefit, we'll close with this for today. Uh, let's head over to Joshua 1.8. And the last benefit, guys, this is huge. I'll spend some more time on this next week as well. A lot of people have an issue with this, but... Uh, it's, uh, you know, I got I to gotta share you the truth. And, and I'm going to show you the reason people have an issue with this is, is, is condemnation. Condemnation from the law. You see, because the last benefit is this. Number eight is godly prosperity and good success. Godly prosperity and good success. God wants you to prosper. And again, it's not only talking about your finances, but it's also not excluding your finances. God wants you to prosper in your finances, friend. God wants you to prosper in every area of your life. God wants you to have good success in every area of your life. And it comes out of spending time in His presence. Look at Joshua 1.8. He says, This book of the law shall not depart out of thy mouth. Book of the law here is talking now about the Word of God. Uh, for us as New Covenant believers, he's talking about the Word. Uh, and so this, the Word of God shall not depart out of your mouth. And so in other words, you speak the Word. Amen. You're speaking the word, and he says, But thou shalt meditate therein day and night, that thou mayest observe to do according to all that is written therein. And watch what happens as a result. He says, For then thou shalt make thy way prosperous, and then thou shalt have good success. How many of you are ready for some good success in your life? Amen. You've been struggling for a long time. Well, friends, I am prophesying over you. There's some good success about to come your way. I'm prophesying over you that there's some godly prosperity about to take over your life. I am prophesying over you some grace explosions getting ready to happen. A grace explosion is bam. It's blessed and multiplied. Bam. That's a grace explosion. Blessed and multiplied. All of a sudden, the grace of God shows up in your life. All of a sudden, the favor of God manifests in your life. All of a sudden, the breakthrough shows up. The healing shows up. The deliverance shows up. Your children find their way back to the Lord, you see. All of a sudden, that stuff starts to happen as you spend time in His presence. You won't be able to take credit for what's going to happen. <laughs> You're just going to be able to say, this is the Lord's doing. It is marvelous in our eyes. Praise God. Look at Psalms chapter 1, verses 1 through 3.
telling you guys, stuff is getting ready to happen. The only thing that can block it in people's lives is condemnation. We're going to look at how Jesus came to take away condemnation, you see. And so when you're free from condemnation, you know God heart to heart, you fellowship with him in this way, <sighs> praise God, you become unstoppable, you see. Because, man, you serve a supernatural God. So you want to begin to get ready for the supernatural in your life. Amen. You want to begin to add some, some super to your natural. Remember, supernatural is, is, is above the natural. That means you're not limited by merely this physical, natural world. No, man, you have access to a supernatural kingdom. You have access to all of the riches that are in the kingdom of God, all of the blessing, all of the wisdom, all of the favor, <laughs> glory be to God, as a result of what Jesus has done for you. That's awesome. Look at Psalms chapter one, I'll close with this. Psalms one verses one through three, he says, blessed is the man. To be blessed means to be empowered to prosper. He says, blessed is the man that walketh not in the counsel of the ungodly, nor standeth in the way of sinners, nor sitteth in the seat of the scornful. Verse 2, but his delight is in the law of the Lord, word of God, and in his law doeth he meditate day and night. So that means you're always focused on the word, meditating the word, thinking on the word, practicing his presence. Verse 3, and he says, and he shall be like a tree planted by the rivers of water that bringeth forth his fruit in his season. His leaf also shall not wither, and whatsoever he doeth shall prosper. Praise God. Say, it's God's will for me to prosper. Look to somebody, if you're with somebody, look to them and say, it's God's will for you to prosper. It's God's will for you to have good success. You see, salvation is wholeness in spirit, soul, and body. God wants us to have wholeness in all of the spheres of our life. It comes not by us sweating, struggling, or performing. It comes by us cultivating heart knowledge through being in His presence. Praise God. Nothing is more important in the life of a believer than your personal one-on-one -on -one relationship with Jesus Christ. Principles are important, yet the strength and the empowerment in this Christian life come out of your personal walk with Jesus. Now to learn more and to access other resources that will help you to grow in your walk with the Lord, visit alexruvetministries.org. For information on how to become a Grace Vision partner or to make a gift of any amount to our ministry, visit alexrubitministries.org forward slash give. And perhaps you're listening to me today and you've never made the conscious choice to make Jesus the Lord of your life. I want to give you that opportunity. You see, this is not about you cleaning up your life. This is simply about you purposing in your heart, deciding in your heart to believe. And so simply repeat this out loud after me. Say, Heavenly Father, I believe Jesus is the Son of God. I believe Jesus is the Savior of the world. I believe he died for all of my sins. I believe he was raised again on the third day. And now, Jesus, I ask you to come into my life. I make you the Lord of my life. Teach me how to live for you. In Jesus' name. Friend, if you have prayed that prayer for the first time and you have meant it, 
you've just given your life to the Lord. You've just gotten born again. Now, I want to encourage you to let us know. You can go to alexrubitministries.org forward slash new beginning. There's a form there where you can email us. Let us know you just gave your life to the Lord. We want to celebrate with you. We want to give you some additional information and resources and really provide you with everything you need to fully step into this life of victory in Christ. And so friend, we look forward to hearing from you.